Welcome to Deconstruct. I am Mikey Bridges. This is an introduction to my super lo-fi podcast. I am actually coming to you from my closet, complete with sound foam stuffed in the corners. I'm using my trusty Shure SM58 microphone, and I don't have any intro music because I'm lame, I guess. I don't. I just don't know how to do that stuff. My plan is that in the very near future, I'll bring you some interviews, some video, some behind the scenes of my latest project. But for this first season or first part of the series or podcast or the pods or the shows or whatever you guys call it, I'm going to talk about some of the things I've been involved with in the last 30 years or so. Tom Fest, Sometime Sunday, The Push, Tragedy Anne, Twin Sister, Game Church, Alpine, The Connection, The Armory, Epic, Spin Cycle, The Loft, Star Went Nova, Gecko Monks, and there's some other, <laughs> other things I'm sure we'll uncover. I really hope hearing the name of one of these things sparks a memory of a cool experience you had sometime in your life. About me, I am a husband to a kick-ass Russian woman from Siberia. I am a father of four kids, according to me. That number depends on who likes me at any moment. I am now a grandfather as well. How do you like that? I'm dedicating this podcast to my family because I love them very much, but especially to my grandson, Osiris. Osiris, I love you. I want you to hear some of the stories about grandpa's very strange life because I'm sure your mom's going to get it wrong. I spent 30 years as an American Christian missionary, and there is a distinction there in what Christians call culturally relevant ministry. Most of my work was in Christian rock music, but then I got into video games. I was in bands, both regional and national, nothing big or anything, but I did get to record several records and I found a love-hate relationship with studios, which now has come to bite me in the ass because I can't even record my voice correctly. I toured all over the United States a bunch and I got to see almost all of it. I think we went to all but just uh, maybe a handful of states. We played everywhere that we could, and I, I loved that. I loved all of that stuff. I even took my daughters with me a few times. Back where I lived at the time in Portland, Oregon, I was putting on tons of one-off concerts wherever I could. We just didn't have a permanent location, so you know, I or friends would borrow or rent whatever we could get our hands on. And that progressed into finding some permanent locations and building more live venues in Oregon. And then later on, when I moved back to Southern California, I built a few more down there. At the same time I was there, I built an underground alternative music and arts festival that I did for 14 years in Washington State. And I also took that to three other states for a couple of years. I have hosted thousands of bands at my events and venues. And the coolest thing for me was that I got to see both sides of the world that I lived in. I had the experience of being a band member that toured and saw how other promoters ran their venues, but I was also a promoter. So I built the kind of rock shows and events that I wanted to see and I wanted to play at. And because of the bands I was in, I became friends with a ton of promoters and other bands and people connected to that industry. And that helped me do 
my events at home because without the relationships that I got and the perspective I got from being a touring band, there's no way I would have been able to pull off the kind of lineups that I did as a promoter. It was a really great time for it. All the planets lined up for a season there. We were all friends. There weren't really any real managers, but then a really big shift happened and that killed all of that. And we'll get into that later for sure. I got a job offer and as a full custody father, I packed up my two daughters and my Subaru and I moved from Portland back to my hometown of Ventura, California in 2004. The job was to restart a music program and build a live music venue in a huge indoor skate park called Skate Street. This place was way ahead of its time, pre-van skate parks, you know, think back to Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2, the video game. Anyways, I wasn't there for two years, I think, or so, and we had a major catastrophe happen. And that was that the person that I had moved down to work for and with every day, he died in a terrible motorcycle wreck. And I'll get into that in one of the episodes for sure. We took some time and then decided to continue, but to change everything that we had been doing, incorporating new things. So I found myself building another smaller skateboard park, branded clothing lines and coffee shops, hair salon, laundromat. And one of the buildings that uh, we had, I built my dream event space. I Everything that I wanted to have, showers, everything that I wanted was in it. So... Uh, it was killer. I love that. Most recently, I built two video game centers where you come in and pay by the hour to game with your friends on our consoles or PCs. And then that progressed into a video and tabletop gaming organization that I took to hundreds of comic book and video game conventions all over the United States. And then we went on to Canada Germany, England, Northern Ireland, and somewhere in there I also did some work in Spain and Russia where I've been over a dozen times and to several cities over there. I want to make sure to point out through all of this that I was helped directly or indirectly by some really talented, extraordinary people who I hope to interview so my professional life has been kind of all over the place. By the way, if you need some creative help, shameless plug here, but I am for hire. And you can see my resume at MikeyBridges.com. <laughs> yeah. I was hesitant to do a podcast, more afraid, I guess. I'm not a big podcast listener, so I don't understand it or the culture very well. I have severe ADD and can't listen to anything for very long without getting lost at least i did have a few trusted friends suggest that i do a podcast over the years but i never felt like i had anything more to add to whatever conversations were out there who cares about you know some of this stuff plus at this point i was way too late for podcasting and it's saturated with like fantastic content my friends have all these cool podcast with all these cool guests and they're so slick and good and everything so i'm going to turn on a microphone and nah, it seemed boring compared to all the stuff that was out there that i'd heard already but 
But I decided to do this for a few reasons. Uh, personally, a lot has changed for me over the last three years. I'm working on this project in my professional life that requires a lot of research and digging into music history and some of my past. And I found it surprisingly therapeutic to go to the bottom of my storage. I uncovered what I saw to be like multiple lifetimes or like just one crazy or strange life. And I'm really grateful for all my experiences. And I wanted to make kind of a journal so at least my grandson could hear it from me at some point. One of the biggest changes was my way of thinking. I, I got around the world a pretty good deal in the last 10 years. And on my travels, I found myself trying to talk less, really trying. <laughs> I talk too much. And I tried to listen more, and I, I learned a great deal about how people from other cultures work out their day-to-day -day lives in everything from going to the market to their faith to work. And with all that I've done in my half century of life, I'm left with far more questions than answers. So for this first season of or series of my podcast, I, I'm still confused about all that. I'm going to go back and take a deeper look at different points in my life and talk about them. I guess my agenda is to find some answers for myself by going through it all. <laughs> Maybe it's a form of narcissistic therapy. Deconstruct was originally an idea for a web series that was birthed out of me going on missions trips with some friends. And when you go out on missions trips with big groups of people, obviously everybody has to eat at some point. So logistically, it made sense to eat in the same place each day, at least for one meal. And it was convenient and it saved money that way. So we ended up just being in one place. We'd be friendly and fun with whatever staff were at these places, like asking them questions, hanging out with them, uh, staying a little longer, listening to how they lived, how did they do things. And a lot of times they would invite us to come hang out with them after they got off work or whatever, or come meet them later to do something else. In fact, I'm still friends with some of those people even now. Doing this, I had the types of conversations I really wanted other people around me at least to hear. So I wanted to film it for a web series that we would produce. I didn't really ever think about podcasting it. To be honest, that's kind of stupid, but <laughs> we started recording it, but the project got shelved for actually the video project I'm working on right now. So I thought I would just take it, what it was before, and turn it into kind of a podcast vlog thing, hopefully, and just talk about, you know, the past a little bit, but also some stuff that I'm working on now. So I'm going to tell some stories, interview friends of mine you may know, and some I hope that you'll get to know. I have a little mobile recorder so I can take you with me to the places I go and we can talk to the people I meet and do some interviews just in random places and it'll be fun. And I want to talk about, let's see here, where's my list? Movies, music, video games, California, tattoos, inexpensive travel, space, religion, uh, being married to a foreigner, booze, drugs, living in Portland during the 90s Northwest music explosion, living in Los Angeles area during the 80s 
and the start of Christian underground music, navigating Russian culture and, you know, whatever else we want to throw in the pot there. I love creating experiences that people always talk about, so I hope that this is one of those. So that's where I'm headed with this. I hope you enjoy listening. I hope you'll tell a friend. I'm terrible at production, so this will be a bit rough and raw, and I don't know, there's probably pops and bad things I did. I'll add video as soon as I can figure it out, or somebody comes along and helps me out or something, I don't know. For pictures and videos of some of these stories and more, you can go to MikeyBridges.com. I'm going to put up some of the old pictures that I found and video. You can find this show wherever podcasts are cast and all over social media and YouTube. Search for Deconstruct with Mikey Bridges. I'm sure you'll find it. My personal social media is at Mikey Bridges. That's M-I-K-E-E Bridges. B-R-I-D-G-E-S. My awesome wife has a very interesting account about her perspective as a Russian. And you can find that at the Siberians on Instagram. Yes, that's Siberian and American mashed up. How cute, huh? (laughs) I hope you'll leave your questions and comments. Be nice to each other. Cheers from Southern California.